Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Uh, this is an exciting episode. It's on uh, demystifying religious topics, so a little sensitive as well. We're going to be talking about the Blessed Mother, the appearance of the Blessed M Mother, and other phenomena kind of related to that, okay, or uh, sightings uh, that people equate to, say, proving that there's a God or there was a message for God. Uh, and, and, and this story came about, uh, we first did uh, demystifying the religious topics because, uh, again, there's a lot of questions out there. So if you have questions on, say, any religious topic or anything else that you want us to turn into a podcast, please let us know. Uh, you can contact Moss, E-I, M-A-S, E-I, for Moss Exponential Intelligence uh, at mossajati.com. Just send in your comments, questions, uh, and then uh, if we like it, we'll create it into a podcast. All right? A lot of good stuff coming up for the New Year's. Uh, so take a look at the website. A lot of good stuff, a lot of travel throughout the world, actually. So uh, some of the stuff might not be on the calendar just yet. Uh, it'd be really beneficial for you to sign up for the newsletter. It's a free newsletter. There's a lot of good content. Uh, it's a weekly newsletter. Uh, we don't sell, by the way, we don't sell your uh, email to other people. It's a private list. All right. So if you're worried about that, uh, again, a lot of good content and it tells you where we're going to be. So <clears throat> let's go ahead and get started demystifying religious uh, topics. And this religious topic is on the Blessed Mother. It came about uh, because of somebody sending in uh, a question. So I'm just going to go read the whole letter. I'm not going to mention the name, but I'm going to read the whole letter so you get the premise and then we'll break it down step by step. Okay. Yes. So so let's go ahead and get started. It says, hi, Moss. Uh, I grew up in a large Irish Catholic family, so I have many religious stories that I would like you to demystify for me, but especially the ones that include the Blessed Mother uh, miracles and the rosary. Okay? Uh, and then she breaks it down. One, when the Blessed Mother appeared to the three children of Fatima on October 13, 1917, in front of 70,000 witnesses and performed a miracle, as well as showed the children hell, uh, she also said that we all must pray the rosary to avoid hell. Two, when the Blessed Mother appeared uh, to St. Uh, Bernadette in 1858, she performed a miracle by, uh, by forming the Grotto in France, which is still there today. She also says to pray the rosary for our sins. Three, the rosary, as you recite the three mysteries and under the joyful mysteries, uh, you recite for the birth of our Lord, uh, love of poverty, and the grace to despise riches, confidence in God. Okay. Uh, and then she goes on, the love of poverty really keeps me poor as I can't get it out of my head. Uh, also the story of the three children seeing Helen told to say, many rosaries to avoid it keeps me controlled and oppressed. Since working with you, I have completely left my religion because I see now that they're controlling uh, but I have a hard time with the Blessed Mother stories as there are so many witnesses. Uh, there are many other similar sightings of the Blessed Mother uh, witnessed around the world. Could you please help me understand them? Thank you so much for what you do. Uh, you are very welcome. And then she's got some extra questions. But let's go ahead and break down these uh, these things first. So the story of 
the story of the Blessed Mother, if you don't know, the story of the three children of Fatima, where the Blessed Mother appears, uh, basically what happens is in Portugal, uh, the children had seen uh, the Blessed Mother uh, several times before, uh, I believe five or six times. Actually, the, the, the story is that uh, the sixth time over 70,000 people had come to see uh, this miracle happen. So people walked in from all over, you know, all over uh, to see this miracle. Uh, and I guess it was documented in, you know, the, the biggest Portugal newspaper uh, and so on. Uh, at the time, from what I believe, was, and this might, uh, this might be part of it. Uh, again, what I'm getting is not based on, you know, searching Google or based on, say, what happens, but like a broader, bigger picture, okay? Uh, which I'm sure if you say research uh, would add up, just like anything else I say, uh, when you do research, it starts to add up. So, so coming back to the story, uh, again, by the sixth time that the children have seen it, uh, word has spread. So over 70,000 come to see this miracle. Uh, the, the, mother, the mother appears uh, and then shows them uh, the children, performs a miracle, and then shows the children how. Okay? Uh, the one thing that we have to note is that uh, she says that we all must pray the rosary to avoid hell. Okay? Uh, and it says it over and over in the miracles that this woman had written in about. Also, uh, along with that, just kind of going through, because I wanted to know the full story of what happened. First of all, getting 70,000 people uh, to show up. Wow. To me, that sounds like a hell of a lot of people to show up on, you know, on a particular day from, say, three children. So aside from that fact, okay, um, and I'm assuming the story is true. Okay, I'm not negating the story. I'm not saying it never happened. I'm not saying, say, that the sun uh, changed or transformed. I'm not saying that didn't happen. If you read the full story, say the sun transformed or shifted or whatever it did uh, before uh, the mother appeared. Okay? Uh, I'm not. Uh, let's just take it for what it is. Right? Let's just say it's true. But uh, again, let's find, say, the backstory of why this happened and why so many people think it's actually, it's a proof that God exists. Okay? Uh, that's what puzzles me. Um, um, but what's interesting to note as I was doing my research, you know, on the logistics of how 70,000 people showed up is that at the time Portugal was, was very anti-Catholic. Right? Just like much of the other uh, countries around there, very, very anti-Catholic. So, and it kind of rings true to me. There's a there's a kind of a truth meter uh, that I see uh, that wouldn't it be interesting if, say, a miracles were created just to help, say, the church come into power. Right? Wouldn't that be a fantastic way uh, to say? change the minds of many individuals all at once, right? Especially if we're on the fence, especially if we are, uh, have that fear because there's a lot of superstitious, uh, superstition, you know, even outside of the Catholic religion, there's been a lot of superstition 
uh, way before. Uh, and isn't it interesting that not just in this story, but then in a lot of religious stories, there's a lot of superstitious wrapped up behind it as well. So, uh, and why is that? If it is of a pure source, if it is, say, documented or created from God, right, then why would, say, superstitious be part of that package? We'll get, uh, we'll get into that uh, a little further. So uh, let me just read. When the Blessed Mother appeared to the children of Fatima, October 13th, 1917, in front of 70,000 witnesses and performed a miracle as well, uh, showed the children hell. She also said that we, will, we all must pray the rosary to avoid hell. Okay. And again, that is the first sign right there that this was not uh, a message from God. One, uh, a pure message from God. And look at the messages that God has sent to Abraham, Moses, um, um, uh, uh, Jesus, Buddha, uh, Muhammad. Uh, they were never. Uh, they were never saying, "If you don't do this, you will go to hell." Uh, again, reading just from that and analyzing uh, how it comes down, uh, it would never be uh, from a grace of God or, say, a meaning of God. Uh, God would actually, say, send in a truer picture of why you would actually have to, say, do the rosary if that's what really kept you away from, uh, from hell. So that's the first sign that it's, uh, although it's a miracle, right? And, and by the way, guys, and just going down the list, guys, miracles can happen from the dark side. Uh, why is it that if a miracle happens, right, uh, we think it's God showing through? Uh, it necessarily doesn't have to happen through God, right? Although God is the main component, and I'll explain that in detail. Uh, it's not like there's God on one side and then there's darkness on the other side. That's another thing we have to get rid of uh, as well as far as uh, demystifying religion. Again, religion puts in that everything that is graced or everything that comes into, uh, say, abundance for you, it's a sign from God. And then everything else that distorts you, well, you're... Yeah, it's you're controlled by the devil. Uh, it doesn't work that way, guys. Uh, it and we'll demystify that later on. But again, it's all one source. The darkness, the light that exists here comes from one source. I call it pure source. Religion calls it God, and there's lots of different gods around, depending on the religion, and that's why I use pure source. Okay. Um, and then to show. To show the children hell, okay, uh, again, if it was a sign of God or from God, God wouldn't show hell because negative factors, uh, it wouldn't appeal to God. Uh, God would show the purity, the blessedness, uh, the grandness of who God is rather than showing, say, the dark side. Okay, uh, if you look at say this pattern, right? Uh, you better do this. You better do X. Do the rosary in this case, 
or you will go to hell. Uh, that's a standard paradigm of parenting. That's a standard paradigm of, well, back in the day, and, it, and it's been so successful, uh, it's still used today uh, to control people, uh, especially back then, like I said, a lot of superstition. You better do X so you won't get afflicted by this superstition that's going around. So I see it as that. Let me see if there's more. Again, I covered the fact that 70,000 witnesses uh, might be true, might not be true. Uh, and then talking about the rosary, uh, the rosary actually came from my understanding. Again, you might want to say check it out. Uh, came from not of a pure source. Uh, it came from it came from witches. Uh, the original source of rosary, yeah. Sorry, I'm just tapping in, so just give me a second. Uh, the original source of the rosary came from witch and witchcraft. So again, check it out just to confirm. But that's where uh, it, it, it's not even of a religious aspect. Uh, it's not a religious form. It's not a religious tool. Uh, again, seems like it comes from. Uh, from witchcraft. So we covered that, the, the first part, right? The Blessed Mother appearing. Uh, again, I have no qualms with that. But is it from uh, a dark source or a pure source? Just because a Blessed Mother sh uh, appears, right? uh, it doesn't mean that it is of, say, of a pure source. And in a lot of the, say, the miracles attributed to God, it happens all the time because when you see something like that and it feels so real for you your logical step is to think that one right that first thing it's God and even Jesus says as anybody can heal anybody can show you miracles but just be aware just make sure it comes from the source of God or comes from God um, uh, you know, I did some research on this and, uh, you know, it's interesting, the group or the comments on, on this, uh, on, on this story is like, there, a lot of people were going, well, you know, it could natural happen. The sun can come out natural, you know, uh, it's scientific. Sure. You know, and then they started downplaying, uh, the story. Uh, and then it's like, well, I don't believe in God just because this miracle wasn't true. And then the people who believe in God, well, you know, uh, this comment, uh, <clears throat> he was quoting G.K. Chesterton, when man stops believing in God, when man stops believing in God, he then does not believe in nothing. He will believe in anything. So he pointed that out, saying that you must believe in this story, otherwise you don't believe in God. And that's what a lot of, say, religious individuals do. They force you into that corner. It's like, look, this is proof. This is proof. Uh, there's no proof that that was from God. Again, from what I just mentioned and working on tens of thousands of people, uh, it's a proof from, say, a darker source that wants to control you okay, into using the rosary. And I'll, and I'll explain the rosary as I get more and more information. It's quite juicy, actually. So uh, we'll go to number two. Uh, when the Blessed Mother appeared to St. Uh, Bernadette in 1858, she performed a miracle by forming the grotto in France, which is still there today. She also says to pray the rosary for our sins. Yes. So again, the same type of paradigm. 
uh, the same MO uh, they use because it works. Right? If something works, why change? Why change? Uh, why change it? So they use the same pattern. Uh, look at uh, look at your kids. Look at your parents. Right? Uh, how your parents disciplined you. If something worked, they used it. Same thing here. Uh, it is a form of discipline for that religion to take hold. In this case, uh, the Catholic religion. Then number three, uh, the Rosary. As you recite it, uh, recite the three mysteries, and under the joyful mysteries. Uh, you recite for the birth of our Lord, uh, love of poverty, uh, and the grace to despise riches. Right? Confidence in God. So let's talk about that. Very interesting concept. You know, the love of poverty, and very, very different than what I see and what I teach and what actually works. Because right? people who are in poverty... Right? They despise the riches, uh, they despise, say, their health, they despise any abundance in this physical realm. Uh, I see them over and over again. They go into, well, what that religion calls purgatory. Uh, they never ascend higher, they never go beyond. Okay? Because it's not about the physicalness of this realm, uh, and that's another sign that it's not from God, it's not of a pure source. Uh, they connected to you thinking that if you had the riches, it'll pull you away uh, from the heavenly space uh, that's guaranteed for you. Not much of a guarantee, by the way. And if you stay away from it, again, going to heaven. If you get into it, uh, going to hell. Uh, what I actually see, uh, and this is used by addictive type personalities or control sources that control whole families, whole lineages. Okay? The control sources use the exact same uh, formula to control people and keep them addicted, you know, generation after generation uh, after generation. And what do they do is that one, very important, is that they keep you weak. Okay? They keep you out of your power. They keep you dependent on something else or someone else for your power. So right down the line here, uh, one, uh, the birth of our Lord. Uh, again, that's, uh, I think I talked about that, actually. Uh, I, I did a Jesus podcast, so you can talk about, you can listen to that. Love of poverty. What does that do? Uh, if you're if you're impoverished, uh, there's no chance in hell that you're gonna you know stand up for your rights, stand up for the blessing that God gave you, right? And then the, the the grace to despise riches, and then to move away from the riches, uh, again keeping you in poverty. So you have the both the carrot and the stick keeping you under control, uh, and then from there. You can easily get, say, possessed from, say, superstitious stories that go around. Uh, they can control you, again, at a physical level and then also at a spirit level. Okay? And then confidence in God. Although God is not going to take care of you, well, you should have confidence in Him, in God. Uh, again, it doesn't make sense. It's not really the words of God. 
So it kind of explained, say, the truth of what happened. Uh, again, I'm not denying that it didn't happen or it did happen, but why it happened. Uh, it really is about, say, bringing in uh, 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 into a country, from what I'm understanding or seeing, uh, into a country that religion, that, that uh, the religion that they despised or moved away or was anti-Catholic. Right? Uh, and that's why they had to use these type of stories Okay. Uh, and if you don't believe me, I actually saw it firsthand uh, when I went into Peru. Uh, there's these missionaries, long, long time ago, that had come in, and they were telling, the, the, the tribesmen were telling me their stories. And basically what they were telling me over and over, because we saw several different tribes, right, several different uh, groups of, of missionaries coming in, tribe to tribe, basically what they would say, and these were learned say elders, they would tell, the missionaries would tell these individuals, and by the way, this happens even today, that look at us, we're a lot better than you, we're better clothed than you, we have better tools than you, you're still in your old paradigm, okay? The reason why is that you don't believe in our religion, you're stupid, you're dumb. Again, forcing them into understanding, and then they, what do they do? Uh, they give them guns, they show them how to hunt with guns, makes it a lot easier, right? And then they go, wow, uh, this must be the way. I'm going to drop my old standards, my old practices, my old, say, culture, my old religion, and then move into theirs because it's a promise of a better life here physically. And then that's how they get you. Again, I saw this firsthand, uh, and it's so sad because those individuals, uh, they're really distorted because they've moved away from their culture. Uh, and that's the one issue I had when we went into the jungle for a while. They were so perfect. There was no cops. There was nothing like that. There was no, say, government system. They all went, uh, they all blended in really well. Society was fantastic. The only issues that they had were, say, the, the, the logic or paradigm of the missionaries coming in and controlling uh, these individuals. But again, that's a, that's another topic. Uh, and none of these stories prove that uh, it was from God or not God. What? Uh, it doesn't mean that if you don't believe in it, then you don't believe in God. It's not true at all. Uh, and uh, it doesn't mean that any sign or any miracle out there comes from God uh, or is a pure intent to say, believe in God uh, the way that you should. Uh, and that's another topic I didn't cover, guys. God would never say, you have to do X uh, to have faith in me to go to heaven. Breaking down her letter, the love of poverty really keeps me poor. Uh, again, as I see more and more individuals, people who are enlightened, okay? And this is the key. Guys, it's not about, say, the, the abundance here in this physical realm. It doesn't mean that if you're rich, you're enlightened, right? Uh, that's where people get mixed up, okay? So I just want to clarify because I don't want you to go out there and go, oh, people, Ma said that if you're rich, then you're enlightened, right? Or you're better off uh, in the spiritual realm. Not saying that at all, okay? Because there's a lot of wealthy individuals who are so impoverished. Uh, in their spiritual uh, realm. So not saying that at all. Uh, what I am saying, though, if you are enlightened, 
the wealth, the abundance of this world will naturally come into you effortlessly. Okay? Uh, take a look at the great sages. Uh, take a look at the great prophets. Uh, Muhammad, very wealthy. Uh, Jesus, uh, very wealthy. Um, although none of those individuals say needed their wealth, they didn't. Uh, they didn't say show it, you know, on their arm. Uh, however, wealth was available. Anything that they needed was available to them. Okay, Buddha was a prince. Okay? So again, available. Moses uh, had sheep as far as the eyes could see. Uh, uh, Noah, you know, where, where the hell did he get all, you know, all the the lumber and everything else to create, say, such a massive ship? Uh, if it was that big of a ship in the first place. Again, it creates, it takes a lot of money, even back in those days, to create something that huge. So, so all these great prophets had wealth. Uh, and then going back to wealth, and again, this might be another demystifying religion topic, but we'll cover it now, is that those people who tell you to stay away from wealth, uh, the Catholic Church, the wealthiest uh, corporation in the world, guys, in the world, uh, way above Walmart, way above IBM, Apple, uh, it's a Catholic church. Why do they need so much money if it's not good for you? Okay? Uh, God's words, by the way, guys, and this is how you can tell uh, if it's God's words or pure sources' words or somebody else's. If it's not good for you to use it, for example, money, Okay. Uh, as, um, how do I say it? As, um, as an example, you, something else would be replaced by money in the Catholic, say, church, right? if money was evil. Okay. If, it's, if it's evil at a lower level or at a personal level, then it's obviously evil at a higher level or at a corporation level or at a church level, right? Okay. So, so be aware of those nuances. We'll go into these questions. I don't know how much time we have. Go into these uh, questions really quick. Uh, what is it that makes these stories un unbelievable to you? So he's, she's telling me uh, what's... Uh, it's not that I don't believe the stories. Uh, I believe in a ton of miracles. In fact, the work that I do, uh, I see miracles every day. Uh, we get tons and tons of testimonials about miraculous things happen. Again, I'm not saying uh, I cure individuals. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a doctor. Again, I don't heal anybody. Uh, and that's another thing as well. Guys, that's one thing to note. Uh, individuals who want to control you, they say that you have to go through them to enable to be cured, helped, healed in any way. Okay, uh, and that kind of brings me back to the Jesus phrase, you must accept me. Uh, Jesus would never say that. Right? Uh, I've talked about it in other podcasts, but I'll talk about it here. His real message was there is only one way to connect to pure source. And he found it, but it didn't mean that you have to, say, go through him or acknowledge him. There's natives all over the world that don't know who Jesus Christ is. They ascend to those realms. So how does that happen? But the, his message is actually that 
Yes, there is only one way to connect to pure source, and that is to become awakened. Okay? So that's his real message when he said that. Uh, again, talking about the faith, I just wanted to cover that up. There's just something missing there. So uh, just give me a second. Uh, again, the faith comes from inside. Uh, and when you see a miracle, okay, here it is. So when you see a miracle from pure source, you'll just know that it is. There's no questioning about it. Uh, it's just like a settling. You know, when, when the truth comes out, uh, in situations, right, there's just this quietness around it. It'll feel like that for you, even at a mass scale. Uh, and nobody, w uh, and there's an enlightenment process that goes with it as well. Okay. Uh, just to expand that information for you, uh, they're showing me death. Okay. So uh, what they're talking about death is that there is the dark side of death. Okay? When people are not awakened, they'll get pulled out. And again, it is a hellish experience. But that same space, if awakened, uh, it's like this grandness that'll open up. And if people who are awakened, uh, when it's time for them to die, if you've been around them, uh, you'll see that grandness open up and it's a euphoric experience uh, for everybody around there. And there's no mistake. There just is no mistake. Um, pure source has a signature all its own. Uh, it can be copied, duplicated, you know, the miracles and so on, but it just can't have the realness of, say, how pure source would send a message to you. Uh, you'll know it in your heart of hearts. Right? <clears throat> and then the last question, why is it so difficult uh, for people to deprogram the religious uh, teachings even when they know that they are lies. Uh, again, necessarily not lies. Okay? It might have happened, but the, the reasons why it has happened and the reasons why um, uh, they tell you to do certain things, uh, those are lies. Okay? Uh, it's all about control. So the reason why the deprogram takes so long, and this happens for individuals uh, who have been, say, in war, war situations, uh, it really changes the DNA structure. So, so their offspring has, say, tendencies of issues of somebody who would have been in a war-type situation. So, so let me just say that again, just to clarify. People who have been in a, in a war situation, the DNA changes the memories that are held within the DNA start to shift. Right? They have offspring. The offsprings show similar tendencies of people who have been in war, although their offspring has never been in a war. Where does that come from? Okay? So the same thing gets handed down. Uh, and re since religion is really, really old, you know, thousands and thousands of years old, uh, and then before religion, there's a lot of paganism going on, right? So again, another few thousand uh, pagan-type uh, traditions, uh, which, uh, which is, say, built. So you have the paganism, cults, things like that. Then religion is, was built upon that. So just think of all the DNA, of all the memories within your DNA, 
that you have to say delete and get rid of. Okay, uh, I do it at a much faster rate. Okay, that's why people get successful results from it because I can go in and delete all those deeper DNA patterns for you. Uh, again, much faster. So, so that is why it takes so much longer, and it's so programmed. Um, the other reason is that religion has created an auric field. Uh, this auric field is so strong that unknowingly you're controlled by it. You know, people go, oh, I'm atheist, I don't believe in that, in that crap. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're still controlled by it because just because you're atheist, you don't believe in God or you don't believe... Be uh, this is one thing that bothers me about atheism is that they don't believe in their religions, so they don't believe in God. Uh, maybe there's an alternative to God other than the religions that you see. So expand your mind, uh, even the scientific side. But again, that's another uh, podcast. Um, but just because you don't believe in something, you've walked away from it, basically given the cold shoulder, that very same thing controls you. Uh, you'll see it time and time again. Look at your relationships that you've walked away from. Uh, the underlying factors, patterns, still control you. Right? You're out of that person's life. The patterns still control you. Same thing here. You're an atheist. You've moved away from religion. Moved into spirituality. Those patterns control you. You didn't grow and expand from that process. It wasn't a learning experience from you. You got hurt, so you decided to move away. Uh, that hurt pattern still resonates, so you'll get hurt in in the spiritual uh, avenues that you go towards, uh, atheism that you go towards, or anything else that you go towards, unless you until you awaken and really understand, uh, and then you'll grow uh, into and then beyond, say, the religious knowledge that's there, and then you get to see, say, the blessings of the religion, no matter what religion it is. You get to see the blessings of spirituality. You will get to see the blessings of atheism or anything else that's out there that humans have created. All right? Again, guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for being on the call. Uh, just to summarize, um, I believe those miracles did happen. Okay, not so, don't so much believe in the number of people that showed up. Uh, but again, the miracles uh, did happen, uh, but they didn't, most likely didn't happen. Uh, one, as a sign of God. Two, um, most likely happened because of religious control or to bind people into coming into a religion that they were against. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, uh, and then the rosary, uh, again, a pagan symbol uh, that had been used way before religion even started or showed up. So, so uh, again, another binding uh, process for you. Uh, and then showing hell, uh, again, another binding process to scare you into uh, submitting to, say, a physical platform like religion. So... All right, guys. Hope that uh, opened you up. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll get some hate letters uh, with this, but that's okay. It is what it is. Thanks for being on a call, guys, uh, on the podcast. Um, take care. Uh, notice what you notice. Uh, let's go ahead and do <clears throat> a, a meta healing. 
to help you understand this at a, say, spirit level. And uh, we'll just jump right into that. So whether you're uh, sitting, standing, lying down, go ahead and get comfortable. <clears throat> Let's take that deep breath in, just noticing where you are, noticing your environment, noticing your body. That was created. from your spirit that's connected to pure source it's all you need it's all you'll ever need breath in again nice and deep connecting to the group a lot of people listening in on the podcast whether they're uh, at the same time as you doesn't matter again that accumulation creates that mastermind group which allows us to go further faster allows us to create momentum to find the truth so you can expand and blossom. Deep breath in again. Stop asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Get that question how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Whether you're new to me or not, it's not anything religious, spiritual. It's a question that starts to run the programs that you're made out of. There's a lot of new people. So I would recommend listening to the, the the first few podcasts to get up to speed. Wonderful breath in. And then going back into, say, the religious memories that you've had. There we go. And then going back even further, the religious memories that your parents have had. Religious, spiritual, non-religious, atheists, doesn't matter. Just going in, remembering the patterns that you grew up from. And then going back even further, grandparents, great-grandparents, and so on. So we take that deep breath in, expanding, uh, noticing the themes, those memories, pretty much the same theme, 
generation after generation after generation, even in your life today, although many of you have been with me, removed from it, right, void from it, uh, the proper way, uh, and then noticing your breath as I continue to work on you, Noticing the patterns that are similar running in society, no matter what religion it is, and of similar patterns. As a note, I'm not dissuading you from the religion that you are the faith that you are, spiritual movement that you are in, or whatever else. <sighs> Truly to help you understand the religion, spiritual movement, the non, the scientific movement that you might be, atheism type that you might be, at a higher light, void of the oppression, at whatever these modalities bring for you. Breath in again. Miraculous breath in as we go deeper yet. Just understanding that every day you'll see hundreds, if not thousands, of miracles around you happening every day. 
the most miraculous is your body. Going into the universe deep within, understanding the mechanics of your body. Understanding the unbelievable miracles that have to happen every second for you to maintain your life. And that's just to create your body and then all the miracles around to give your life flavor experiences. true miracles that happen uh, again every day for you to have a belief in something yes grander than you that has blessed you but would never oppress you taking that deep breath in again On the exhale, again expanding, just like pure source wants you to expand to your ultimate self here physically, not oppress you, not control you. It's not needed, not to judge you, but again, for you to become awakened in physical form Wonderful breath in. I'm going to go ahead and leave you in this space. As long as you stay in this space, still be connected to the group dynamics, the mastermind group. I still feel like I'm continuing to work on you. Thanks for being on the podcast. And again, notice what you notice. <laughs>